Hey there, you're listening to the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I bring over a decade of experience owning, running, and growing Christian organizations. And in this podcast, I want to help you become a more effective leader for Christ and serve your clients and customers well. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome into another episode of Faithful Business. On this episode of the podcast, I am joined by my new friend, Tobin Lehman, and he and I had a great discussion. He is the um, uh, the CEO, the principal of um, New North, which is a performance-based marketing agency, and you're going to hear all about that in the interview, and uh, it was just fantastic. We have so much in common. He's a good brother in Christ, and he's written some books, and I think you're just really going to enjoy this awesome interview with him as we hear more about him and his faith journey and what it's like for him to be a faithful business owner. Tobin, welcome on to the podcast. I appreciate you joining me today. Yeah, great to be here, Steve. Fantastic. Um, Before we really dive in. I'd really like to know a lot more about you. I know a little bit about you. I have a feeling that we have some very similar backgrounds and very similar stuff going on. So love to hear more about what you've got going on, what your business is, um, how you got into business and just give give me Tobin Lehman. Sure. Sure. We got only enough time in the podcast for it, but I'll give you the, <laughs> the, the short, the short version of it. Um, but let's, let's just focus on, you know, kind of Tobin Lehman now, right? So um, I came to Christ in 2009. So I've been a Christian uh, just for you know, more than a, about more than a dozen years um, at this point. And part of that new birth has been changing my life and changing my perspective on all things, right? So I spent the first 30 some years of my life um, unsaved and now being saved. What does that mean? Um, yeah. By the Lord's providence, that same timeline is actually when I started New North, the business. So New North is a B2B tech marketing firm. Uh, we do what's called performance marketing or lead generation marketing. So we, we build websites, we do pay-per-click, we do all that kind of um, drive traffic, drive leads stuff to your website um, and through digital assets, mostly for big tech brands. Um, so that's the big uh, aspect of what we do. But more importantly, you know, New North is, let's say, uh, is number four on the businesses that I've created in my life so far. Um, it's the most successful of all of them, but I've had a, a stint in online retail. I've had a record label. I've had um, uh, a couple other small ventures, property management, and things like that. So from an early age, um, I had an entrepreneurial bend. I just kind of was an entrepreneur, kind of had um, thoughts about that, always saw it as possible. And those nurtured actually in my family. Um, my cousins and just various aspects of my family. There's a lot of entrepreneurs as well. So it was just something that was kind of culturally thought of. You can, you can do this. You can build a company, no problem. Easy, easy peasy. Um, <laughs> well, it's a lot easier said than done, I think. Um, but so true. By, by, by the grace of God, like I'm, I'm here now 13 uh, plus years with New North, um, building this out and really growing and, and being part of that process. So uh, myself, I live in Frederick, I actually live in Westminster, Maryland now. Uh, which is just outside of Baltimore for those across the U.S. where that may exist. Yeah. Um, been, been married uh, now for uh, 16 years and I have six children, two which are adopted. Beautiful. Oh, man, that's that's so cool. I feel like, yeah, there there are about eight things you said there that I feel like we could we could go down. Um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 really fascinating. Um, I so I have a testimony. It's a little. You know, it's like I was I was saved at a very young age. I was four. Um, and now I have a a so I have four kids, um, one of whom is is five, recently turned five. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, 
how how did I, yeah, it's like, how did I understand when I was that young? Really, it's amazing how the Lord can work. So, and so I always love talking to people who come to the faith later in life. Um, cause it's just, uh, it's fascinating to me how, you know, you can, you can tend to see a real transformation in people. I'm sure you would, you would agree with that in yourself. There's obviously a huge difference. Um, yeah. when you start living for the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, it's why we call it by grace, right? Um, because mm-hmm. it is only by grace that we are saved and it is only in that motion. So it is a miracle to yeah. see people saved. Um, there's yes. nothing short of it. It is not, not of man's work. I mean, it is a miracle to see someone go from one life situation and to see them saved and see that transformation come through. It's, it's absolutely amazing to watch. Yeah, from, from death to life, right? And uh, yeah. so fascinating to see how people do business differently and just do life differently based on that. Um, yes. And really fast. Yeah. Um, Frederick, Maryland. So I, I thought that sounded familiar. So I'm actually from, uh, New Jersey originally. Okay. And, uh, um, so I'm in North Carolina now and whenever we moved, so obviously I've, I've made the, the New Jersey to North Carolina trip quite a bit since 2005. And, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it is the exit for, Frederick, I could be wrong about this, but I think it's the exit for Frederick, Maryland that you get off of if you're going to like, basically that's it. I hope I'm getting this right, but I think that's where you have to bail out unless you're going to go through DC. You either go through DC or you bail out at Frederick and take some back roads. Um, and then you can end up, I don't know, for some reason, the, the, the hype, hype 70, US 70 is maybe coming to mind. I have no idea yep. that's anywhere near you. Yep. Is that right? You're uh, very close. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Very good. Very yeah, good. Absolutely. So, uh, I always remember if we go that way, there's lots of twisty, windy, windy, like, you know, trails that go through there. But anyway, so I, th- I thought I recognized that very, um, very, very good. You also said record label. So um, are you are you a musician? Do you do like production stuff? Tell me about that. a little. Uh, no, I was I, I was really into that in my youth as in a band and all that kind of stuff. And I actually had a friend of mine who actually passed uh, an untimely age. Um, it was actually part of that with me as well. But we did that for a while until his passing and then kind of moved on but we were really trying to build up a musical scene in this town we live in so part of that was yeah. kind of sponsoring younger bands having them up but uh, fortunately yeah, his, his death kind of put an end to that label uh, but yeah i mean i enjoy music sure. i just i don't have time to do a whole lot of music now with those six kids in a business uh, i understand so i, I yeah. show the kids i have a guitar um but <laughs> I, don't play, I don't play it very often yeah, I understand that. So we share some similarity in that background as well. Um, I, uh, I have another business that a buddy of mine and, and me are, are working on that is related. I'll have to tell you about it offline. Um, but I think I think you'll really you'll really like it. So very very good. Yeah, I mean, so we do similar things also. So um, marketing, website design, lead generation. Uh, we're both in the same sort of business. So very very cool to to connect. So you already kind of told us about your testimony, what you do for work. Um, one of the questions that I always like to ask people is. Um, what would you say that being a Christian in the business that you're in actually differentiates you from from others who are in a similar line of business? And there's actually a really specific question, I, or reason rather, why I like to ask this question. And that is, um, I oftentimes will engage, I'm really big into like apologetics, the defense of the Christian mm-hmm. faith, why I believe in Christianity versus something else. Yeah. And I used to have these conversations a lot with people where they were like, oh, you know, if I was a Christian, my life wouldn't be any different. I would still do the same things I do today. Um, and I'm just like, 
you literally have no idea what you're talking. And I'm sorry, but you don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. And so it, it seems to me that whatever business you're in, it's going to be a little different when you do it with with faith as your as your driver and with that background. So what are your thoughts on that? Just curious. Yeah, um, I've got a lot of thoughts on it. I'll give you a couple <laughs> to, to, to go through it. Um, so as I mentioned, you know, my faith um, became a leading instrument in terms of New North's direction as a firm. So I started the company, I wasn't saved, but through the process, um, like the Lord is Lord over all. And so in that sense, he's Lord of this business. He's given me this to shepherd. And so part of that means I need to run it as he would run it. And so that means a lot of decisions are made um, that maybe aren't business school convenient um, or business school by the book. Um, examples of that can be, um, you know, looking at severance differently and you let someone go. Or what does it mean to um, really care for an employee when something bad happens? Um, or even how do we handle contract disputes with customers and how do we go after them? Uh, or how do we not go after them in that, some cases? Um, and a lot of it is living for the opportunity. So part of New North and part of our growth process has been kind of putting that focus forward. So for New North, you can go to our website, you can see this now. We have something called 3M3M. And 3M3M, uh, which isn't trademarked, hopefully, but I mean, there's a company out there, it's a similar name, um, but it basically means like th three, $3 million in revenue and 3 million lives for Christ. That is our goal. Mm. We want to impact 3 million lives for Christ while we achieve, attain a $3 million annual revenue. So that's kind of our growth. Spurt. So we're you know, a 10 person company now, we're, we're approaching our, our goals in pretty quick fashion. So it means we want to impact people for Christ as part of our mission. Now, pause. Not everyone on our staff is Christian. We don't have to be Christian to be here. We're not a church. I don't yeah. think the business is a church. But the other side of that is people who are here expressly know where we stand. Um, and they participate. Is a chance to both have those conversations internally with people who aren't saved, uh, but also with our clients. Now, we don't you know, evangelize our clients in a direct fashion. Um, we, right. we, we're here to serve them, right? And our best, our best witness is good work. Like, you know, as you know, a couple of groups out there, um, there's various business groups people may be familiar with, Truth to Work. Um, uh, uh, what's the uh, new one? Um, there's a new uh, faith-driven entrepreneur, all these kind of groups out there, yeah. which I agree with in this prism is that our best witness is a strong business. As business owners, our best witness to the real world is a well-run business. Um, everyone wants the Christian to be um, running a bad business, right? The world wants to see the Christian failing in its principles. Um, they want to see that that modality and that morality doesn't work in this world, uh, but absolutely does. Um, God blesses that, I believe, as we practice and follow him in his ways. And so the more we adapt our businesses, um, there's a great old, great old book called Business by the Book. Um, so after I forget the author right now off the top of my head, but um, just every principle from how we pay bills to how we onboard employees, how we handle holidays. I mean, Everything in your business can be kind of tapped into that. So we've really taken that as, you know, the the, the world calls us a double bottom line kind of company. Like some companies have these uh, save the planet kind of goals where ours are saving souls um, in that sense. So we want to have these impact goals, yeah. financial goals, so having a well-run company and impacting lives for Christ at the same time. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. Um, I, especially, I'm just trying to think of how that shakes out, you know, in in, in practicality, right? Because you're not evangelizing, but it's yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're providing a level of service that is, I don't know, maybe maybe 
creating that wow factor or going a little bit above and beyond or, or, you know, I mean, everybody gets on, on board with humanitarian goals. I can imagine that, um, you know, people might not be as directly excited if they learned about, you know, oh, they're just trying to get, you know, get me to become a Christian or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. you know, that's, it's, it's really bold. I guess what I'm, I'm commending you, that's a very, very mm -hmm. bold goal, especially to put out there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's, it has its costs, right? And so mm. this, this has been challenging. We've, we've had clients, I mean, we've had people, um, well, some people find it, don't even contact us, right? That's the one they just never know. I mean, they ignored us. Um, I've gone through deep sales conversations and been in meetings where um, I've seen people look at our website and I've seen them go to that site and then I've seen them drop off calls. Yeah. Wow. So I've seen, I've seen proposals turned away. Like we were, we were at the last stage and they get an email that says like, sorry, we, we've actually changed our mind. We're going somewhere in a different direction. And I was like, can you answer me why? Well, if I look at their HubSpot record, I can tell the last page they saw was our mission page. Um, right. And it right. just gets sent, it gets sent around via emails, right? We have marketing tracking. We're not done. Yeah. And right. I've had, exactly. I've had, I've, had, I've had one guy actually, one guy actually became a client of ours. Um, but he's like, Hey, we need to talk. And this is in the proposal stage. And he's like, are you going to like, um, evangelize my clients? I was like, no, man. Like, what, what do you think Christians do? Like, right. um, we're going to serve you well because our God served us. We're going to serve you. And hopefully you'll wonder why we serve you so well, um, in this sense for business. And so, um, yeah, actually been a little bit of conversation there with, with him, but I believe our goal at New North was to serve our clients well and be there. Right. And so the other part of that conversation I tell our, our staff is if we serve well, if we're there, we create good work. We don't have to blow people's minds. I mean, that's the goal in a sense, but we serve well, we're consistent, we're, you know, morally straight and we kind of keep things going in a good way. And the opportunity comes. And I've seen this now in 13 years of business and being explicitly faith. I mean, we, we put Christ in our proposals. I mean, it's there. People know exactly what our mission is, but we, they know we serve. Um, they, we serve them and we serve Christ and it's two yeah. things we're doing. Like we don't mix the two. You're not, we're not like giving communion during a sales meeting. <laughs> we, don't mix, we don't mix the two. Um, it's like, this is what we're about, but this yeah. is about, we're about serving you. Right. Um, and so I think like I have a disdain and I apologize. I'm sure someone's not going to like this, but I don't like seeing things like, um, you know, um, I'm sure make one up here, like Trinity plumbing. Like, please don't put Jesus on your bumper sticker. Like, right, or put him in right, your name. Right. Like, you are a Christian. Businesses are run by Christians, but yeah. there's no such thing as a Christian business, right? right. Because the yep. business itself is not a real entity, right? So I think the goal for us is to serve well and to, to be there. Um, and I, I'm not trying to knock someone who's super excited about the Lord and, and put it in their business. That's great. But remember that your testimony is you, um, not, not just the logo, right? Yeah. And so we try, to, we try to live that the best we can there. And we've had opportunities. I've had opportunities where a client's email me suddenly saying a family member has died or something tragic has happened. Um, and even during COVID, you know, some of these, our relationship was strong. We were there, we were serving, and it gave us an opportunity to open why we have hope in this world. Yeah. Like you, you're feeling down, we have hope in this world. You know why, you want to know why I have hope? Because I believe in Jesus Christ. Man, that's fascinating. That's so cool. I love that. Um, I totally resonated with, um, what you said about caring for employees and things like that as well. That's something that, you know, my, um, I guess about midway through last year, um, I don't have any full-time employees yet, but um, I started scaling with contractors midway through mm -hmm. last year. 
And uh, I mean, frankly, they feel like, you know, they feel like my employees. Um, but it's, it's at least, yeah, I mean, it, it's really interesting because a few of them, you know, they had family things come up and it was just like, I, I don't know. It was this incredible opportunity to say, yeah, like you're obviously take care of your, your family. And it seemed like a very small thing, but it was like, you know, again, we're very, especially internally, very, um, you know, like I don't hire anybody unless they know that, you know, they need to at least be cool with the fact that we're a Christian business and we serve a lot of ministry clients. Um, this sort of thing goes on. And so it's really cool to be able to minister inside of the business and then also outside of the business really makes a huge, a huge impact. Um, I do have a question um, because this is something that, that comes up in, in, you know, Christian business mindsets and circles and things like that. And that is about money. Like, um, well, you know, what is, I think I know um, just based on a conversation so far, but I'd love to hear more about how you think in terms of, uh, you know, money, about using money for the kingdom, about using, you, you know, how, is it bad to be a, you know, to, is it bad to make money in business, you know, and be a Christian? Like, did Jesus have bad things to say about it? Just curious where you stand on that. Yeah, well, as, as Tim is in Paul talking to Timothy, it is the love of money that corrupts, not money. Sure. Um, so I think there there's a great line of, of of people who've gone before us in business. Like I think of R.G. Latreau, one of my mm-hmm. kind of um, men I look at um, in terms of that. I mean, you you know the um, you know the true Cathy's of the world, and uh, sure, it's one of those lines. And let's think a Hobby Lobby guy. I forget his name right now, but they're right, all faithful right. men. Yeah, faithful men who have gone before, um, who have run massive businesses with massive money. And there's a great story of um, Barnard Crane, um, these two brothers who run this crane company. They actually put salary caps on their own salary because they knew the temptation of money. Um, they, yeah. they give like over, over a million dollars a month, I think, to various ministries um, in yes. their business. So it's just, it's just phenomenal. So I think, no, m- money is not an evil um, I think the the challenge is for us is to not store up in barns, right? Is to to think about how it can be utilized. I mean, we I wish we could give more money in New North, like to charities and, and ministries and things like that. I mean, that's part of our goal. That's our impact goal. We some of that money is some of that is is purely monetary, right? Like we did some aid to Ukraine recently for missionary students. So it's it's kind of figure out how you use it. How you use it well. It's not wrong. You should be paid. I mean, let's say pastors should be paid. I mean, everyone should be paid. Like, what, what I, what I don't, what I would hate for as a Christian business to be seen of is cheapskates, or yeah. to be seen as like, oh, you must have a pauper salary to work at a Christian business. Like, no, like you should have a commensurate salary with the rest of the world. Like, the point yeah. is, we shouldn't be idolizing it, right? It's just a tool. Um, so we should make good money and have it. Um, but I also think we need to know when it's enough too. Uh, when, when it's enough, and you know, yeah, we should have. Everyone has their own convictions on on that, and. You know, I'll say I'll drive used cars my whole life because I just don't think right. it's worth spending money on, right? Um, yeah. Because there's other people, there's people starving in this world or missions that can be started. There's there's better places to spend money. So absolutely kind of focusing on that. But a business should absolutely make money. You need to have a healthy business because again, the best testimony we can have is a strong business. When you go to the bank or it's someone, um, you know, let's look at your P and Ls. Your accountant who may not be a, a believer may see that and they say, "Wow, this guy runs a great business." Like that's a good testimony. And you say, well, "I do it." Be- on these principles, right? Yeah. Another way to, it's another way to witness. It's another way to build testimony um, is by showing that you can run a great business. You're not going to look at a great business yeah. if you're not making any money. 
Yeah, that's right. That's no, that's huge. Um, I, I, I was reminded of when you were saying that something my grandma, uh, of course, based on the Bible used to say, but she, she would just always tell me, you know, everything decently and in order, everything decently and in order. And, uh, yeah, that includes our businesses, of course, because these are, these, this is our way that, you know, I, I always, I think it's cool doing, especially the kind of work that we get to do because, um, and just being an entrepreneur in general, because God is the creator. And the creator made his people to be creative. And so being in a creative business or any business where you can just basically create something out of nothing is just super cool. And stewarding that for God's purposes and God's will is just super important. Um, very good. So on to my next sort of question here. What what would you say is the biggest, which you, you hinted at this a little bit that, you know, oh, running a business is Easy, right? Everybody does it. Um, so what would you say is the biggest misconception that people have about owning or or running a business? Oh, I mean, I think there's so many. I think it's so personal, right? I think mm -hmm. one of the things I've learned as I reflect now, um, you know, I'm kind of reaching that uh, well-known midlife stage um, in my kind of mid-40s now, that um, so much of the business is going to grow, is going to depend on you and, and not in the sense of it's on your back as an owner, but on your ability to do core things like delegate or to uh, spread away the, the resources, really your risk. Where is your personality getting in the way of growth or um, of some of the risk challenges? So I think, you know, tons of misconception. I think people should spend the most work, I think, on themselves in an early starting business because that's the biggest hindrance to growth. Um, I think as I was turned on to this idea and mm -hmm. I've still had to go through this for years, um, I mean, New North has had, um, over the past six years, we've had 10, near between 10 to 30% growth year over year. Um, so pretty strong growth for this, this space. A lot of that is just predicated on me getting out of the way. <laughs> so I think <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to realize that where you may be holding the business pack or where you're being blind to things, especially from a, a small business perspective. Um, you know, if you make it to the, you know, $1 million business beyond ownership, there's all kinds of different challenges. Um, but I think for me, for the kind of startup phase of things, and we're still a small business, um, in that sense, um, it's just really been about how much of it really hinges on your ability to trust God, to move quickly and to know yourself, right? Calvin says, no, no God, know yourself. Um, if you can do those two things, well, you'll be much more successful. It isn't about the latest techniques or reading HBR or any of these kind of things. That's just noise. Um, but just get out of your own way. And, and honestly, you need a voice for that. You need to have some counsel. You need to have a business coach or, or someone who and not, and I wouldn't just say any business coach either. I'm not, I'm not a huge coaching person. Um, but I think a, a peer even who can just see maybe someone who's five, 10 years ahead of you in the yeah. business. Like that's one thing I wish I had from day one was just actually, I formed an advisory board for New North uh, about three years ago. I think one of the best things I ever did. I wish I did oh. again. Um, wow. Just some gentlemen, gentlemen of faith that I trusted um, and who had serious other experiences in my industry. And so mm -hmm. they just, we have, every quarter we get together and they just pick apart and destroy all my good ideas. <laughs> and it's a fantastic um, thing to have. And I, I love these gentlemen. Um, and I think it's been huge for our growth because they've been able to test me. And they would say like, I think you're holding this back. I think you're scared here, or I think you, you're going too fast here. Um, 
in some of these things. So it's been a great thing. But I think, you know, the reality of you being the center and really getting some other views in into your your process as a business owner is a huge boost. I think we could have been where we are growth wise four years ago if I had that, wow. you know, in that process. Well, in a multitude of counselors, there's great safety. So goes, yes. so goes the proverb. Um, yeah, that that's a that's actually been a really interesting part of my journey, right? Is is I am I do marketing, right? I mean, this is what I do. I help other people get more business. And yet in my own business, I find that very little of my success am I able to attribute to some great marketing plan that I've had. Every time I have a great marketing plan because I have enough downtime from clients or whatever that I want to start implementing, um, it seems like the client work ramps up and I have to put it on hold. And it, But it didn't ramp up as a result of the marketing work. It was just whatever, you know, it was, I did a good job for one client. And so they referred me to another one or, you know, it's like when I, I left, so I left my job in 2021. Um, and I was working at a law firm and January 15th, 2021, uh, was my last day. And that's the day I went full time in the business. Um, that week, so that was a Friday, I believe. And then earlier that week I had put a post out on Facebook, one, one post on a personal Facebook page, letting people know what I was doing and uh, that, you know, there was a change coming and, you know, whatever dream come true, but praying for this for five, six years, this, that, and the other thing. And that one, uh, that one Facebook post got me enough business to carry me. I couldn't even breathe until June, you know? Um, it was like that every, it just kept coming in and it kept afloat. And every time since then, there's been a little, there's been a little dip. It's like, that dip was followed by a huge gain the next month, right? And and I've just seen that sort of thing. And so I I talk a lot on this podcast about uh, the concept of you know just being the co-pilot. Like really, I'm letting the Lord drive this thing. You know, every now and then I get to put my input in. I have a a little idea or whatever. Most of my ideas are horrible and they don't actually pan out. But you know, you mentioned that early earlier on about having multiple businesses, and this is the one that worked. That is so the same thing for me. I've tried so many different things and this, you know, consistently coming back to this business is what has worked and what the Lord has just obviously blessed. And, um, so it's, I don't know what people who don't have that to, to lean on, you know, do, I mean, I, I just, I just actually can't fathom trying to, to grind and build and grow this thing in my own wisdom or in my own, mm -hmm. you know, efforts, um, knowing that I have, you know, legitimately supernatural, you know, guidance and mission and those sorts of things. I mean, I, I think drives the success of the business today. And it sounds to me like you kind of have the same experience. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot, a lot we can be thankful for in that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, all right. I'm curious about your daily routine. Um, this has always been a big thing for me, uh, productivity wise. I jump back and forth between these things. Um, I just, I don't know. It's a good, I think to me, it's a part of having a good structured day. It's a, a basic routine that things should follow, but I'm, I'm just kind of curious what that looks like for you. And, and maybe you don't have anything significant, but you know, if you have a morning routine or daily routine that sort of keeps you, you know, knowing that, um, you know, keep, it keeps you, you know, in line every day. Is there anything like that that you have? Um, yeah, actually. And and I think, you know, I'm actually in a, in a strange season. So I've been 
a very adamant um, kind of processing of daily goals. And so um, I use a, a, a platform called Best Year Ever by Darren Hardy. It's an interesting platform, um, but it's basically a super goal setting kind of platform for your whole year, recent weeks and all these kind of things. It's really, really powerful. Um, and, you know, part of that was even at one point doing, you know, what I call the index card. I, for years, I carried around an index card. On that index card, were the three things I had to get done that day. Um, the power of just getting three things done every day consistently move things along. So there's simple ones like that. There's the index card. There's complex ones like Darren Hardy. Um, but even right now, as I mentioned, we have six kids. Our, our, our most recent one was born this past September. Um, and so... Um, having a newborn in the house, my morning routine is, has been shot. Um, so, I, hear that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't have much of a morning routine right now. Um, I still find time in terms of routine. It's, it's different. I mean, I might be reading scripture one morning. I might be, um, you know, reading that in the car or listening to audio Bible in the car, depending on what my time looks like that, that morning. Um, uh, but ultimately it involves getting centered on the Lord and his work and his plan. And in prayer, prayer with my wife every morning. Those are the non-negotiables is Bible and prayer. That's the non-negotiables. Um, but if I have time, I'll work out. If I, like this morning, I had time, time to work out, um, do some reading. I'm a big reader. Try to read about 50 books a year. It's really important wow. for business owners to read. Um, you, get, getting, you can get a lot done if you can read, um, you know, 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day. You can get, you know, you can get a lot done um, in a long time. Maybe a book of like. I mean, that's, I do a little bit more than that. I'm also in, in seminary, um, so I'm actually a seminarian right now too. So I read a lot of books. And <laughs> so, wow, that's a lot. Um, so that's part of it. But I would say that you know, there's so much has been laid down before you. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, there's so many good books, so many ways. But just the case is keep learning, keep growing. Um, I'm a, we're a huge traction company. Uh, US. If you haven't found yes. US yet, I definitely recommend being an US company. It's a fantastic. We, we self-implemented traction, um, so it's our U.S., so it's easy to self-implement, but that's a good goal-setting platform for a company as well. That's definitely helped with our growth. But for right now, it's, it's a simple, for me, the initial question for the routine, um, it's a simple routine right now. Just scripture, prayer, yeah. and as my, as my sleep gets back to normal at some point, <laughs> soon, um, I, will, I will probably do more, more so of my, my earlier one, which had more to do with scripture, reading, um, prayer time, goal setting, goal review, um, getting more on terms of a program and, and kind of working through that, but trying to get a yeah. lot of reading done and, and there's a workout, workout three times a week, but right now I'm lucky to get one. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, we, yeah, wow. We have so much in common. Um, uh, yeah, we, so we do rocket fuel. Um, we, we, well, uh, rocket fuel is obviously one of the books by those guys. So we, we've, we've gone that far, right? I have somebody who is, I use an online, basically an online business manager. Um, and she sort of plays that, that integrator role in, in our business. So yeah, I think, um, and I have I actually bought, traction not that long ago uh to read i just haven't got to reading it yet so 50 books a year that's awesome that's like that's a fantastic goal i think i did 32 or 33 last year um 50 i gotta shoot for that i feel like that that's huge um i yeah, never realized what, like how important it was oh yeah it is and that has been a lot of ton of books i mean you have to learn how to read if you haven't read um Warner adler's how to read a book book yet yeah um i definitely would start read by reading that um and it was telling like, oh 50 books you yeah, that's crazy well 
I mean, there's a lot you can skip in books, to be honest. Um, right. A lot of a lot of business books specifically have a lot of case studies. I get the point. Um, I do a lot of audiobooks to make that happen too. I've had a lot of car time, so I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, but be a certain be a certain reader. I mean, I don't read every book front to back because I don't need to know some of the stuff right. in there. Like I'm being discerning it. So the key is to retain it because you can read through a lot of books like I did early on in my career and walk away with not knowing anything. I try to try to take something away from each book that you can implement or use or go from there. And that's where the value is. So volume doesn't matter. This is how much you apply. Hundred percent. Yeah, that that's hundred percent right. And a lot of times, I like to read some, you know, more than once. I mean, there are a few books like that where I'll just go back to time and time again. Um, I think that's huge. So very good. Um, so, what would you say your favorite thing is about it? About about owning a business versus maybe working somewhere else? Um, that's a good question. I think that, um, I think the flexibility or the opportunity to to impact others' lives. I mean, that's mm. the biggest thing. The, the 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 opportunities I have here to minister to others, to share the gospel, to direct funds. I mean, that's all good. Because um, the reality is, if you know, everyone will have this checkpoint at some point in their entrepreneurial career. I believe. I remember about three years into the business, I realized entrepreneurship sometimes can feel like trading one boss for about twenty bosses, and it's no different. And yeah. honestly, isn't much different. And so you have to ask yourself what you're really doing this for, because it's not about freedom. It's not really about freedom because you're going to be chained to a desk longer than you were as an employee um, if you're not wise about it. So you have to ask yourself what you're really doing this for. And for me, that's where the 3M came in and kind of making an impact for the kingdom as part of why I'm doing this. Every morning I have to remind myself like why I'm doing this. That's what I like doing here. I mean, there's definitely aspects of the business I enjoy. There's parts that I don't. That's every business though. Is reminding myself yeah. of why I'm doing this, what and getting real clear on that reason is is kind of the the key to why I like what I'm doing. Is, is that's really that part. Yeah, that's so huge. I, I was recently talking to one of my good buddies um over lunch after church and you know, he's he's had he's having some great things go on in his career right now, advan- advancing up through the ranks and um I was I I I'm not gonna lie, I got a little jealous just for a moment, despite the fact that like you know, I'm doing exactly like this is what I prayed for. I'm doing what I prayed for. But definitely on the daily, if you're not remembering or if you don't even if you haven't identified a bigger why, you know, for what's happening, it definitely can feel like a grind. Sometimes you just get jealous of the person who just clocks in, clocks out, doesn't have to think about work whenever they, you know, come home and, um, you know, can just really have that tight separation. I do miss that. Right. I mean, it's like I'm home right now, but I'm I'm. At one end of the house, kind of cordoned off from everybody else, you know, the door's shut. I might as well be um, in an office. So you're right. It, it is beyond just freedom. It's beyond just flexibility. You have to find something that that drives you further than that. And, I, you know, I'm not, not afraid to admit that in my life, that is something I need to get more, you know, serious about. I thought about it, you know, a lot more recently. What, you know, what is our version of a 3M, 3M? You know, what it, what is our mission? You know, I can't say that right now we have that um, in our, in our business. And so I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more flexibility with the team that's been built to hopefully start thinking about these things. You know, what, what, what can drive us beyond just, oh yeah, freedom for my family or whatever. Those are all good things, but there's gotta be more to it. So, um, 
Yep. It's been a fantastic conversation, Tobin. I mean, we have, we, I feel like we definitely need to keep in touch. Uh, you, you guys are doing some really cool things. I want to check out your website. I wrote it down. So I definitely want to see that. Um, just, I, I'd love for you to give, if you have a favorite Bible verse, you know, something that you lean on. Um, I would like to know that. And then any closing remarks you have and, uh, and we can wrap it up. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I, I saw a bit of this question and unfortunately I don't have a, a favorite verse or a life verse or anything like that. Um, there's so much richness in, in scripture, obviously, but I, as places I turn in times, I, I think about, you know, I do, uh, I always remind myself in Ecclesiastes, I'll go there quite frequently or I'm teaching from that. I'm actually reading through numbers right now. So it's some interesting things there, but mm. um, yeah, I think scripture is so rich and it's so applicable. And, you know, as we build up and encourage one another, I mean, it is the reliable source for our lives, right? Everything we need is in here. We truly need um, is in here um, for us to look at. So it's just so rich. I pick out one. I spent a lot of time in Ephesians this past um, semester at school, and mm. I'm going through that. So um, there's just so much in there for us. Um, but it's always good to know the various aspects so we can point others, point people to it, and um, spend time in the Gospels. Obviously, uh, a great, great time. But no, I really appreciate this podcast. I appreciate um, everyone who is trying to take their faith to the marketplace. I believe that the marketplace is the greatest mission field that we have in the 21st century. Um, yes. And so I think that is really where we need to be spending time as Christians, talking to this market, going into the market. Um, it's highly um, toxic in many ways. Um, and so being a light in the space, expect to be rejected, expect to be challenged, um, but to be strong in the faith. And we need missionaries in the business world, um, being there and being doing the work, not just being in business and doing mission on side, but being in the water cooler, being at the conference table, being in the boardroom. Um, yeah, shifting the way this country and world thinks about Christians as business leaders. Yes, hundred hundred percent. Could have said it better myself. I one of the reasons I started this podcast. I can't tell you how many stories that I've heard of people who started a business and felt like had been in ministry before, started a business and felt like that they had a greater ministry through their business than in full time ministry, just because of some of the unique opportunities that you get. So. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's huge. Um, hang out for just a minute, if you will, after I end the uh, podcast, we'll talk to you about a few things, but I certainly appreciate you jumping on Tobin. This has been awesome. Um, where can people check you out? Is it just newnorth.com or? Yep. So you go to newnorth.com, check out the business. You can obviously find me on LinkedIn as well. It's the only social channel that I really uh, surround with at all, but um, you can also find me on Amazon. I have a book called Ride the Tornado, which is our process for agile marketing. So you can check out uh, me on Amazon as well. I mean, that's Ride the Tornado is the name of the book. But yeah, reach out, connect, happy to chat more about this and encourage you in your faith journey. Very good. Super cool. Thank you so much.